Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Game week, everybody. Oh, the MLS preseason is over. We are back. This is no other pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my co-host Dan. As always, Dan, how hyped are you that we get real live, actual sporting KC soccer that means something this week? Uh, on a scale of one to ten, I'd say I'm about a Tobey Maguire dancing in front of the school in Spider-Man Three. I'm pretty hyped, bro. I'm pretty hyped. <laughs> Are you all emoed out too? <laughs> I, I will be emoed out if we don't put up a good performance. That's for sure. But dude, it's, this okay. is exciting. I mean, yes, we had a little preseason game last week, and we'll we'll chat about it a little bit. But this is it, man—a game that actually matters, that has merit. You know, I'm pretty pumped, and I'm sure everyone listening is as well. Oh my god, yeah it's it's uh it's kind of hard to believe that like we're already here. Like it feels like yeah. it was not that long ago where we were all heartbroken after the Portland series, but uh, here well, we wasn't. are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. It's crazy. But here we are, the earliest ever Sporting KC game and the shortest ever uh, off season preseason for Sporting KC. So uh, think, think about the people cool. behind the scenes. Do you think they've kind of lost their minds as they've been trying to? you know, really get things ready for the season. Not only the new field project, but we're talking merchandise and getting your workers at the stadium ready and everything behind the scenes. I mean, this is the earliest game they've ever had to deal with. That's kind of crazy to think about. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there's some mayhem. That's probably still going on right now. I mean, heck, even you remember when we uh, were doing that sort of volunteer thing for the Victory Project way back when, and we we were just serving beer because we kind of got baited and switched. Um, Bro, that was weird. I quit that thing after finding out about that. Yeah, well, you'd get there like mid-season, like everything should be all good to go, and they still didn't have a bunch of their like game day operation stuff ironed out. Like we were like running out of beer, and they didn't have replacements, and it was weird. So uh, it's probably going to be some bumps in the road on Thursday. Um, but hey, man, probably we'll have but soccer me, to watch. Yes, and and let me hit this new uh, review we got on iTunes this week before we jump into the Let's funness. But bro, this was uh, uh from Lobster Bosley. Um, it's a cool Lobster, name. Thank you, Lobster Bosley. <laughs> it just says positivity, five stars. Finally drank the Kool Aid and got me an iPhone. Well, welcome to the dark side. Bosley. Good. Uh, Good. Now I can let y'all know that I appreciate the chatter. Usually when I'm riding my bike around Hutchison, Kansas, America, 
Thank you for specifying. Specifying. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was the other Hutchison, Kansas, for a while. So I was confused. He, I'm glad he did that. It was, it was well <laughs> said. Said, keep it up and let's get this season started now. Automatically, are is it is he riding a, a motorcycle or is he riding a a bicycle? What do you or what do you is think? He riding one of those hybrid things where it's a bicycle, but he's retrofitted a motor on it. So it's like a, maybe, a half motorcycle, so. half bicycle. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say bicycle. Know. He didn't say riding my hog or anything like that. People still say hog, yeah. I think. Uh, I don't know. It, I don't know. <laughs> hey, be like Lobster Bosley and hit us with that iTunes review, dude. 94 ratings. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Did, did you know we have a one-star rating in here? Did you know this? Uh, I think I remember this, and I remember asking whoever did it to please tell us why. Um, oh, is it okay? I thought it went, it came, and then went away that one time, and it, now it's well, back. It, it may have, it may have. Maybe there's two people out there that think we're only one star content. So, I mean, if sad. you're gonna if you're gonna go so far to put a star, you might as well write a comment, even if it just says shit podcast or something. I mean, come on, <laughs> let us <laughs> know theory, what happened. My, th- I have two suspects. Um, oh, Marlon Harrison or oh, Bobby Warshaw. <laughs> that, so. that would make sense because they totally would get wind <laughs> of our little 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 get up here. Yeah. Uh, well, we they know you hate them, so. Oh, I'm just telling you. If we're, we're talking about it right now, if that person is even still listening, then that why would they give us one star? They clearly liked us enough to come back and hear us badmouth them. So go ahead and change that to a, a four star, huh? No, five star. We don't need no four stars. <laughs> That's really, true. It's like Uber. If you, get, it's either five star or one star. Like we don't want like three and a half stars. Like come on now, you, give us a five yeah. star. That's true. But let's be honest, they're not here. They gave us one star and they moved on to a better podcast. Yeah. And that's okay. If they're looking for yeah. a better podcast in KC, not sure you're going to find it. Sorry about that. Good Sorry luck. about it. Good luck. <laughs> uh, um, that's all I got, man. That's what I got for the ratings and reviews weekly segment. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a segment it was. Thank you, Lobster. We appreciate it. Also, yes. you are delicious. Um, so <laughs> we... <laughs> We uh we are recording this on Monday, by the way, President's Day, because we have the day off. So just mm-hmm. fair warning, if something crazy happens on Tuesday, it will not be in this podcast. So sorry. Um, oh, it God, probably this shouldn't won't, happen. But... Come on. Game week. <laughs> it better not happen. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen is because we are recording this on Monday now, we're going to sign that mythical DP number nine tomorrow. Oh, of course. So, <laughs> and we're going to ruin our entire podcast. And they'll, um, they'll totally play on Thursday. It'll be a whole thing. Yeah. So if that happens, you're welcome. It's because of us. <laughs> um, but, you know, moving on to uh, the meat of this podcast, we got a lot to talk about. Mm. There's a lot that's happened. Um, not the least of which was we had our first and only preseason game against an actual MLS side. And we saw what's probably going to be the first choice starting 11. We did. Um, Sporting it was a nice KC. quality stream. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it was up there. It was good. I, I didn't get to catch all of it live. I was watching some of it on my phone. Um, I had somewhere to be that night, but saw a couple of the goals. Um, they didn't goals. start off. Didn't start off too well because Houston scored their their first and only goal just five minutes in. Um, right. But I was prepping dinner, so- and then I came back, and I was like, <laughs> "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" And I texted you. I'm like, "What happened?" <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. I was driving. Um, yeah. So I still haven't seen the goal because 
they didn't put up highlights of all the goals, but what I gathered was, I guess Fontes might've had a bad touch. Is is that what happened? I, I don't really know for sure. Uh, I think so. But uh, Peter Albert was like, El- you know, that shouldn't happen, you know, won't happen. Yeah. Albert Ellis scored in, in the fifth minute, um, but then it was all sporting from there. We had uh, a Johnny Russell goal assisted by Christian Namath in the 11th minute. We had, uh, Felipe Gutierrez assisted by Gerso in the 23rd. We had a Christian Namath goal assisted by Gerso in the 28th. And then another Christian Namath goal assisted by Graham Zussi in the 91st minute. So uh, 4-1 against a Houston side that there are some people in MLS media circles that think this Houston side might push for a playoff spot this year. So it's preseason, but 4-1's pretty encouraging, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, not playing like that, they're not going to push for a playoff spot. I mean, come on. that They they were, I mean, we laid it on them, dude. I mean, it's hard to take much away from preseason, but you know both those teams are playing like it's it's a real game. I mean, they were playing hard, man. They weren't doing, you know, weird tactics or anything like that. They were playing to win that game. Like, it was a real one. So, oh, yeah, we, absolutely. we looked pretty damn good. This uh, this first goal Sporting scored in the 11th minute, they did uh, put up a highlight of this after the fact. Um, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter. It's a pretty damn good goal. Uh, I mean, there's a long pass. It's hard to see who it's from on the stream. A lot of teamwork. But Gerso, yeah, the buildup here. Gerso gets it down the left side, cuts back in, finds Namath at the top of the box, who sees Johnny cutting inside, and Johnny one-times it right into the side netting. And it, I mean, you, that's just, I love to see that. Because that's the type of goal that this team, this is why we scored more goals than we ever scored before last year, even without that missing piece, number nine, is because this team plays so well together. So Right. Everyone's like, oh, guard the number nine, guard the number nine. He's the one who's going to score the goals. Uh, not this team. This team's going to get it from all over the place, and and that makes it truly remarkably fun to watch. And uh, the, the, the Christian Namath goal, assisted by uh, Gerso, look, man, a lot of people have some questions about Namath and, and what he'll actually be able to do this year. But a lot of people have questions about Gerso. <laughs> a lot of people have questions. And hey, some of those are fair because Gerso, we know he's fast. We know he's he's got some fancy footwork. He can't always put the ball where it needs to be, whether it's cross or on frame. But he cut this Looks ball back good. inside to Namath at the top of the box who first timed it into the net. Man, that's that's what we need to see. Um. Daniel Shallowy, I, I believe, was he injured? Is that why he wasn't playing? Uh, yeah, so they said he had a little uh, had a little thing going on, so he he uh, they rested him. Must have been but must hey, have been a heavy game of catchphrase in the car or something. <laughs> yeah, that that. So there's been some really fun stuff that the players have been putting out on their social media. Yeah, um, it's 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 pretty fun to see. Not the least of which was just like an hour ago. I know I sent this to you on uh, Instagram. Johnny Russell posted this like sky cam video from training where he touches the ball to himself. Like he kind of lobs the ball up to himself on the top left corner of the box and fires a gorgeous ball into the upper 90 top left corner of the net. Uh, yeah. I didn't know what I was watching at first. There was no context. I'm like, what, what am I watching? What is this? Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why is this just zoomed out? Oh, now I get it. Yeah. Um, God damn. I was like, where are you right now? What are you sending me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm in a blimp, just above yeah. a random field. Um, right. Filming. But 
I don't know, man. I am excited to see what this team can do this year, either in the CCL or in MLS or the Open Cup. They got a full year underneath their belt. Johnny had a little bit of rest. They got a real preseason together. This could be this could be a really dangerous team. So I'm Dude, looking Johnny to had it. an interview. Uh, you know, they did this thing like getting to know sporting and Kellen Rowe was in one and I think everyone loved it. And Johnny was in the most recent one. And he mentioned he's like, I hate preseason. I mean, I want I think a lot of guys would say the same thing. We want to just play the games. We're absolutely just chomping. We, we want to go you know what i mean yeah i mean who can blame them like when you when you have a champions league game even if it's Concacaf champions league it's not uefa but it's still a champions league and johnny's the one who yeah. said i've never played in a champions league game um everyone's counting us they, out right now since we're the only mls team that has a league mx team to play yeah did you see so um extra time radio they did like a little segment um yeah they've been doing where, this on all the teams for a couple weeks well so they they did one where so they did their preseason preview which we'll talk about here but they did like a a, a video that they posted it was three minutes and it was oh. basically them saying or maybe they pulled this from that podcast so that might have been i just skipped to the skc preview point but they basically ranked which mls teams they thought had the best chance to win it to win Conquer oh, yeah. champions league so they said houston was number five SKC, they, they said, was n- number four, yeah. And then yeah. Toronto, three, uh, Red Bulls, two, and, uh, of course, Atlanta, one. So, of course. Um, I mean, hey. and, and that's a tough first game. Yeah. Toluca, um, look, we know that Toluca not has lately. not been good as of late. They lost most recently 3-0 to Leon. Um they have it there. They've slipped to like seventh at least in the apertura. Um, oh no, they're in like thirteenth, bro. Are they thirteenth now? Okay, maybe I was gonna say as I said that I was like that sounds better than they're actually uh, doing. Yeah, they're down um, there. I see some SKC fans on Twitter kind of looking at this and like, oh man, they're pretty bad. They're gonna come in here, and I think that's a trap. Nah, and I don't think I don't Peter's like, gonna yeah, let like that. the team fall into it. Um, Dude, you don't but, want to catch a team off a loss because then it's, it's going to no. refocus them and they're going to come in hot. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. This team, they're in the middle of a slump. They're not doing well in Liga Emekis. You think they're going to want to come and be embarrassed by an MLS team? Hell no. Definitely so not. So it's, it's just not going to be something that, um, that I think Peter or that the players will let themselves sort of look past but I am starting to wonder if some of the fans are kind of looking at this and like, oh, this is going to be a little easier than we thought. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see. Um, Sporting Casey did put up a little sort of recap of like the things that have happened in, in Toluca's recent results. Um, some of their Toluca fans are calling for the manager to be fired. Um, the key signings that Toluca's had this offseason – haven't really sort of turned into what they were hoping yet. They're really bad on the road. They've had some injuries. So I don't know. It's it's a winnable game, I think, but this is definitely not going to be an easy matchup and not something that anybody should look past, right? No, definitely not. I mean, you got you, they're going to come in hot, man. They're going to try to score as many goals as they can at home to help them progress in this tournament. And me, selfishly, I hope they do. All right, because I want to go. I want to be at one of those games. You know what I mean? I want to be at the next leg. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they haven't been good on the road. So if there is, and we've said this before, if there's a chance that Sporting KC are going to beat Toluca, we need what? I would say at least a 3-1 scoreline on Thursday, probably at that minimum. That sounds nice. Even a 2 or a 2-0, you know what I mean? Or 2-0, I, I mean, I'd take 2-0 over 3-1 for sure because you get sure. rid of that away goal. So um, it's doable. It's just it's going to be interesting. You know, this is one of those games where, like, I could see it going a couple of different ways, and neither would surprise me. Like, I could see Sporting KC winning 2-0 or 3-0 even and just being, like, firing on all cylinders and coming out pumped up. I could also see this becoming one of those games where, like, from the first kick, we're like, oh, this is going to be tough. And then it ends up being, like, a 1-1 draw or, like, a 1-0 loss for Sporting KC. So, well, How's this for the edge for you? we kind of have a little bit of an edge in the sense that we can watch game film of theirs. Do they have anything to watch on us? Absolutely not. We don't even have preseason film out there. I mean, yeah, they can go look at our, our playoff run or whatever, but dude, Peter's too crafty for that. You know, he's got some tricks and he's changing up some runs and formations and whatnot. I mean, but we can watch their past five games all day. Well, and and that's a good point. And maybe that's one of the advantages. We're like, they can watch film from last year, but, you know, we have two major changes from the lineup last year where Ike is gone, and Peter said Andrew Fontes is a different type of player. So that's going to change things a bit. And we have an entirely different cast of center forwards. Namath and Hurtado are not Shelton or Rubio. So how is Namath going to step in? (laughs) Sorry. Um, So I don't know. I just like how how is that going to play into the tactics and strategy? That's a good point. So and of course, there's the weather. Mexico teams generally don't play in snow or ice, even at eight thousand feet, like Toluca is. So, yeah, are we gonna have some? Uh, are we gonna get some snow? I don't know, man. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past Kansas. Um, What's it calling for? That's is it? Say it might. Uh, I'm going to look it up right now um, because I am not entirely aware of what it's calling for Thursday. Let's see here. Thursday. Okay. So right now it says Thursday, at least Google's telling me partly cloudy with a high of 41 on Thursday. So not terrible. Um, But man, that could change 27 times between now and Thursday. So who knows? Um, Interesting. What do you have a, you know, good time to ask right here. We we kind of asked for questions at the last minute before we uh, before we started recording. But you know, Drake Ewing asked if we had any score predictions for the game. I mean, do do you like a do you like a two nil? I mean, do you think that's that's doable? If I had to have a realistic guess, I would say two one. Sporting KC wins, which isn't a comfortable scoreline for me. Um, it's not, yeah. But that's you think what we I make some predict- mistake in the back. I mean, that team's not scoring goals right now. Yeah, I think we probably go up 2-0, and then we give like a 70 or 75th minute goal up, and, and then it ends 2-1, and we're all kind of bummed. So You think so, huh? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd love to say it's going to be 3-0, and I think it's possible. But like, just I, And maybe this is me just hedging my bets a little bit because I don't want to get my hopes up too much but i'm gonna i'm gonna say two one and just kind of have that be like a realistic scenario where i think that could happen so how about you 
I, I I'll get on board with that, but uh, I think I think the two nil is absolutely doable. I really do. Um, defense is going to be fired up. Fontas is going to be fired up because he's he's taking that starting job. I don't I don't think we give anything up at home. Um, I think it's the fortress we know and love. That could be, man. I mean, Fontas is kind of that big question mark. How how is this going to work out? The chemistry between Ike and Beasler and and Zusi and and probably Seth on the left side. Um, that was so great for so many years, even if occasionally there was an error. So, but hey, yeah, you're paying Fontes a million a year for a reason. So, um, I don't know. You're 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 100 right. Where it it could be just a lockdown defense game. So that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, man. And I, I'll tell you what, if you guys haven't had time to, to go listen to that extra time radio segment, I mean, go check it out. It's kind of worth it um, on the podcast. Cause they were like, you know, they were, they were talking about who's the game changer on this team. Like who's the, the X factor, if you will. And um, I think a lot of them said, Graham Zussi's the big one. You know, he's the, he's the, the one that really is a huge piece to their puzzle. And, they also mentioned like oh it kind of looked like Rodney Wallace had the starting role, but now it kind of looks like Seth Sinovic has it. So it'll be really interesting to uh, to see where this lineup goes throughout the year because we might not see the same starters every game like we did for the most part last year. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. And I want to dig into that extra time uh, segment just a little bit more here in a sec, but um, yeah, just to, to wrap up the the Concacaf uh, segment. Um, we finally know where people can watch the Champions League. Uh, people Hooray. have asked us and asked us and asked us like we were keeping some big dark secret that we... People have asked everybody. Yeah, uh, we did not know. No one knew. I ha- I asked my contact at the league. I was like, hey, where can people watch this? And my contact just kept saying, I don't know. We have no idea yet. Um, so That's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, but... We now know it'll be streaming live in English on the Yahoo Sports app on iOS Yahoo and Sports. Google Play, as well as Yahoo Sports. I hear it's a decent app. So, hey, you know, hopefully it's stable. Hopefully it's a good stream. People were watching people were watching NFL games on this app, dude. Oh, really? That's cool. Okay. Yeah. You could watch NFL live like all season. So uh, kind of neat. I don't know if it has Chromecast capability. I'm a big Chromecast guy. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, I might have to get on my computer and, and Chromecast it from there. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to have to download the app on my Apple TV. Um, but Oh, yep, there you go. So, yeah. I'm, I try to look for it on my Vizio. They don't have it. <laughs> uh, I am excited. Now, some of our good uh, Canadian listeners to the north were asking, hey, what about us? And I was like, that's a fantastic question. I do not know. Um, oh. <laughs> I think. Did you, so? You apologize. You said you said I'm sorry, I'm, but I'll get to the bottom I'm, of it. I'm so sorry. Eh? Um, <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, I couldn't help myself. I think we even we even tagged Toronto FC in a tweet, being like, "Hey, can you tell us?" And they ignored us. Um, so thanks for nothing. Oh, of course. Um, but we'll just beat them again this year. Whatever. I would guess it's either in Dazone, D A Z N, that weird thing that they got up there, or someone else mentioned that last year TSN, which is like the Canadian ESPN, had the rights to it. So I would guess it's either one of those two. Um, but I don't know. So now we know how to watch. And uh, the games start Tuesday. So by the time you're listening to this, we'll already have seen uh, both Toronto FC and the Houston Dynamo play. And then tonight, the New York Red Bulls play before... When do they play? 
Uh, well, so it's uh, 7 p.m. Tuesday um, and 9 p.m. Tuesday oh, wow. uh, are Toronto and Houston. So those I have, thought everyone played Thursday. N- My bad. No, those have already happened when you're listening to this. Then Wednesday night, tonight, 7 p.m. Central Time, the New York Red Bulls play. And then uh, Thursday is obviously Sporting KC and then Atlanta United uh, after Sporting KC is done. So, well, God dang, I'm so excited. It's coming, man. It is coming. So go try out that Yahoo Sports app uh, ahead of time with those other games. Yeah, test it out. Make sure it's all working. We got a we got a week and a half or so. Well, I guess by the time you're listening to this, about a week to make sure all the kinks are worked out before we got to watch Sporting KC. So, um, oh, man, this is great. Yeah, it's. I will tell you something though. On the MLS app, they have they have preseason games listed, like people that are playing actual preseason fixtures. And the Red Bulls are said to be playing a preseason game against FC Tucson Wednesday during the day, but in the <laughs> evening they're playing against you know Club Atletico Pantoja. Yeah, <laughs> so probably not going to work. It's weird. Although I think it was it Toronto played yeah. two games on the same day in two different states because they did their split squad thing. So who knows? Splitting up, but oh, that's uh, weird. but yeah, Red Bulls probably not playing right, man, FC Tucson. <laughs> So it's getting uh it's getting exciting. Oh my goodness. Seven PM Thursday night, Children's Mercy Park. Be there. We will be there. I saw did you see Sporting KC? They're gonna have a special uh Champions League scarf that's got gold on it. It looks pretty sweet. Are they really? Yeah, it looks pretty oh, sweet. Man. It's got the Toluca and the Sporting KC logos on it. I might have to cop one. So Oh man. <laughs> that looks that's awesome. Yeah. So we'll see. Um Looking forward to being there. I'll be back soon, man. God dang it. Yeah, you'll be back. You'll be back before the uh, home opener, right? Like for MLS season? Uh, That's true, yeah. I'll be back. Okay. Absolutely. Exciting stuff. Um, We'll do some uh, some tailgates throughout the year. Um, So we'll we'll, we'll hook up with our fans, um, new and old. So looking forward to that. Um, But yeah, let's get into this. I I took some notes on this... uh, extra time radio segment that they had going on. Um, I know we had a, a question from uh, Andrew McPherson. He wanted to know what our thoughts were um, on the segment. So we, we talked about it a little bit. Of course, they bring up missing number nine and if that's going to be a big deal. But, um, you know, did you hear the beginning of it, though, when Weeby was like, you know, this team has all the pieces yeah. <laughs> and then said at the end, said they're missing number nine and they called him out. They're like, how, how do they have all the pieces then, dumbass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. That was funny. And then the other funny part um, was when Bobby was going on this like weird tangent about like, well, imagine like what if SKC had a real number nine and then they played Portland 10 times. And then how many times out of that 10 times would SKC have won? And Weeby was like, Bobby, like, you only live in what if situations and that's not how the world works. And then David gas jumped in and was like, and soccer doesn't play a series of 10. They only play at one. And they just were all like piling on Bobby. Um, because- that's kind of how that podcast works though. <laughs> uh, Bobby Warshaw says something and everyone tells him why he's an idiot. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was Doyle said that Namath might be a 15 goal a year guy. If things break, right. So, if that's man, the case, that sounds man. cool, but why don't you quit jinxing it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Bobby said that he thought Felipe might be able to make the MLS best 11. And Weeby said he thought Johnny might be able to make the MLS best 11. Um, which I think they both could if they both stay healthy. I know they, you know, Felipe had a little bit of injury trouble. Um, I want to get your your take on on one thing. I think it was Doyle who said this, and I'm, I'm curious. They were asking who they thought the team MVPs will be, and David Gass said Johnny Russell. Doyle said he thinks probably Felipe, but then he goes, but honestly, I think Kellen Rowe might be a dark horse for team MVP. So they're they're that, pretty. That sounds pretty. They're cool. pretty high on Kellen Rowe. I know Doyle loves him, but can you imagine if if we swing a trade like we did to get Kellen Rowe, and then he becomes team MVP? Like that that's insane. So, dude, that sometimes things work like that, and it makes Peter Vermees look like a genius for making these moves. So I, I would not, I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, the dude's here, wants to make a name for himself. He feels like he can finally be himself and and play the game he loves. So I mean, I don't, I wouldn't be too surprised that the dude shows out, maybe bangs in a few goals or an assist uh, all the time. Yeah, man, it's gonna be nuts. Um, you know, Doyle talked about Tim Melia and said that he thinks Melia is probably the unsung hero and that Melia is the type of keeper who can win you a series. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Stopping PKs like a beast. <laughs> they all said that they're in the playoffs for sure. And that they also think that Sporting KC is a supporter shield contender. Um, so that's crazy. I don't want to, I don't care about supporter shield though. Never. Have. Oh, really? For real? I don't know. Not really. I mean, what's it do for you? I mean, MLS Cup is the coveted trophy. I mean, Supporters Shield is just, hey, good job on the regular season. Now go crash out in the playoffs like every other Supporters Shield winner. That's fair. Now, remember, the playoffs are a little bit different this year. you got to win your conference to have a bye at all. So Supporters Shield obviously guarantees well, that. Well, sure. Um, I, I do – look, if I had to choose between Supporters Shield and MLS Cup, I'm choosing MLS Cup hands down. But I do think the Supporters Shield yeah. is cool. I would like to win it. Um, because yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we'll still celebrate it all the same, yeah. but you know, you're not content with that at all. I mean, there's, it's not like premier league where you're like, Hey, we want, okay. We're the best team in the regular season season's over. I mean, no, it's like, Hey, good job. We got to keep rolling. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, I just do. I think it'd be cool to win it. Um, but not at the expense of MLS cup. Um, right. And then Doyle, I think it was Doyle. It's hard to tell their voices apart sometimes, um, but I'm pretty sure it was Doyle uh, who said that, look, people get mad at Peter Vermees for not having brought in a DP number nine so far. But he goes, look at what he did with Felipe. He found him in this situation where he was kind of, you know, just in a weird sort of purgatory between teams and brought him in on a free and now has one of the best players in MLS. So he goes, don't be surprised if he's got – I mean, he's always got his eyes open and his his ears are listening. If maybe around summertime – and I know we've heard this before, but come summer, he finds someone kind of like that, brings someone in midseason, kind of like the Sounders did with Ladero a few years ago, and then uh, puts the team over the top. So just throwing it out there. We'll see. Sounds awesome. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. That's what Peter does, dude. He's a, he's a gypsy. He's a soccer gypsy. We got all that Tam and Gam built up, so um, be a good use of that. Which, incidentally, Jeremy Morgan asked, um, what are we doing with that Tam from the Ike trade? Isn't there a timeline attached? Uh, There is a timeline attached. I looked it up. Basically, 
TAM targeted allocation money expires after four transfer windows. So we got like summer, winter, and then the the next summer and winter transfer window before that expires. So chances are it'll be gone by then in some way. Um, so yeah, there we go. But <laughs> it's cool, man. I mean, we're we're so freaking close to real soccer. Like all these season previews are getting me so pumped up. So I, uh, oh yeah, I cannot wait. Um, not just not just CCL though. I mean, the regular season's on the on the horizon too. But I, I'm not. I really don't even care about that right now. I really don't. I'm. I'm. I, me like the team is also. Uh, I think focused on the CCL. So that's that's my deal. Yeah, yeah, man. We're gonna we're gonna be there Thursday. So looking forward to it. Um, nice. The other cool thing that kind of happened. That, well, cool to some people. Uh, Jake Reed did his, uh, you know, sort of Twitter Q and A um, earlier in the day uh, on Monday. Um, he got a lot of questions. I don't know if you saw any of these. Like some people were asking about like. Hey man, you, the, the ownership said we were going to spend $10 million on a player a year later. We still haven't seen anything. We still have a glaring need at center forward. Um, which I was like, let's chill about the glaring need on center forward. And Jake was like, we scored the most goals and had the most assists in the history of the club last year and won the Western conference. So let's pump the brakes a yep. little bit. <laughs> he really kind of put them, he really kind of put them in their place. there. like, okay, dude, did, did the stats not, the stats did not please you last year. Right. Is that what you're saying? You were not pleased. Right. Um, which I, I, I get people want that, that DP number nine, but like the point is to score goals and we scored more goals than we've ever scored before last year. So we can all breathe a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were questions around safe standing and the cauldron, which he said is something they're looking into, which I think is kind of cool. Um, <laughs> Someone asked if they would play a yearly rivalry game at Arrowhead Stadium, which Jake said is probably not likely because Children's Mercy Park is such a great place to play. But I don't know. Would you like to yeah. see something He's like, like that? like, why did we build? No, not at all. I mean, why did we build this stadium if we're going to just, I don't know, if we're just going to go play somewhere else? I don't know. And he even said, like, this is our fortress. Like, we don't want to, we want to play outside of home if we don't have to. Right. And I 100% agree. I mean, I'd rather focus on, look, rather than trying to sell 70,000 seats to Arrowhead, like if you could really sell that many seats, then hey, all you people who would buy tickets to that game, but not others, why don't you come to Children's Mercy Park, get on the wait list for season tickets, and then we can expand Children's Mercy Park. So um, that would be what I say to that. But um, I mean, he did say that they're trying to expand Swope Park to 5,000 seats so they can get them back there, which is kind of cool. Um, he also wouldn't answer any questions about the Adidas lack of long sleeve jerseys, which I don't... Well, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows the answer. I don't think anyone does. Did you see Jeff Reuter of The Athletic literally contacted every single team in MLS and the league and ask them what the heck is going on. And nobody would tell him it was like a giant conspiracy. And they were all like, we won't comment at this time or we'll defer to Adidas statement. And Jeff like literally contacted 27 teams or something like plus the league. And nobody would say it's the weirdest thing. So I, I, yeah, I don't it's know just, what's going and, on. And Jake Reed tagged Adidas 
just like, you know, maybe they can help. That's kind of how I took that. Uh, if they want to chime in here, that's great, but I don't have any information there. Yeah. It's just a weird situation. Um, so I don't know. It was kind of a, a, a fun little Q and a, um, someone asked him what podcast he listened to. And I was a little disappointed. He didn't mention us. Come on, Jake thought you would do better than that, but, uh, <laughs> not really. Um, <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, it was a, a fun little Q and A. So um, I don't think he revealed anything crazy, but you know, it was. Uh, it, it's nice when clubs can do something that's that's transparent like that. I think so. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's really cool that he just he kind of answered as many things as he could in like sixty minutes time. You know. Yeah, he said there's going to be a new concession items, new retail. Um, Obviously, they have the new field. You know, they're going to refresh the game day presentation. So, all on pace to be ready for Thursday's match. So, we might see some new stuff come Thursday. So, dude, I dig it. And our home opener is at two o'clock in the afternoon. Did you know this? Is it really that early? I didn't realize it was that early. I think it's badass, man. Let's let's start that first tailgate of the year at uh, eleven a.m. Okay, let's do it. Um, That's awesome. We'll probably be out there that first game saying hi to some people. If you want to come say hi to us, we'll obviously talk a little bit more about that as it gets closer. But uh, that'll be fun, man. So Absolutely. Oh, that's when, a, it's daylight savings time as well, so we'll actually lose an hour that day. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. But, hey, you know. That's interesting. That's You know what? Actually, bright side, that's one less hour until the home opener. So There, <laughs> there you, you go. go. Um, did you see moving on here uh this weird rumor that Stephen naismith is linked to sporting kansas city do you know who Stephen naismith is i was no i was just gonna say who the hell is that so he used to play for everton he scored a hat trick against chelsea when he was on everton um oh wow and then he went to uh um norwich city who i think is in the championship um he's he's been uh, on loan in the Scottish. Like Prem- he's been well. So I was gonna say right now he's with a team called Hearts in the Scottish Premier League. Here's the thing: he's 32 years old. He's a he's a forward. So he people are like, is this the number nine? Um, but he's 32 years old and he makes three and a half million dollars a year right now, which is more than double what our highest paid player does. So yeah, I'm not here for bringing a 32 year old player on more than double what anybody on our team makes right now. Um, but if you could bring in a guy like this, who he scored like 14 goals in his last 26 games or something like that on a TAM deal, instead of a DP, like a one-year deal with options for the next year or two, I don't hate it. See if it works. And if it doesn't, then yeah. Is this a pretty viable rumor? Uh, probably not because it's came from the Scottish sun and we all know that's affiliated with the, the sun in England and we know or a lot of us know that that's not the most reliable source, but, um, the sun just puts out everything. Yeah. The one reason that I'm like, maybe there's a little bit of viability to it is because you know who his teammates with on the Scottish national team, Johnny Russell, Johnny Russell. So yeah. Johnny Russell goes to, to Stephen Naismith and it's like, Hey man, why don't you come play with me in Kansas city? We might win a championship. And Stephen Naismith's like, okay, yeah. he's out of contract this summer. So he can come on a free. So just throwing it out there. That's that's an interesting thing to to keep an eye on, really. 
I mean, I'm not sure how, how much merit there is to that, but when you throw that Johnny Russell, uh, you know, it's, it's, we're in, it's WrestleMania season. I mean, it, it could be, that could be a good deal. Yeah. That's the only reason, like, I, I'm not saying there's any sort of viability to this because the sun reported it. Like, honestly, if the sun reports it, it almost makes me want to believe it less. But, um, I started thinking, I was like, if there, if he really does want to come to the States, why wouldn't he talk to his good buddy, Johnny Russell, and they could come play together. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, hmm. And then question from Joshua Zars. Uh, did Nemo finally come into his own and begin to deliver in games what PV sees in practice? Um, I don't I mean, know. He looked good in the preseason, did he not? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that we can really numbers. answer that fully yet because it's only we've only seen him in the preseason. But if he can keep up that form, he's going to be at least a 10-goal guy this year, which I think is perfectly Guys, reasonable to calm- expect. We got to calm down on this though, because he's known to pick up little injuries and then need some surgery and miss a few months. I mean, we got to be we got to be careful with him. He's very delicate. He's a very delicate man. That's true. That's true. So I think uh, I'm ca- I'll say I'm cautiously optimistic. So how about that? If he goes down, who are you sticking up there? Uh, Hurtado. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I guess he's the next one, huh? If he goes down, then I think you got to bring in somebody in the summer. Like, especially if it's a long-term injury, like somebody's got to come in. So I'm telling you, I don't, I don't, I'm not trying to jinx it or anything like that, but I don't, I don't think you can jinx history. I mean, history has shown that he's, he's had some injury issues. I mean, I guess you could put shout before us, dude, before sporting. I, you might be able to put shallowy up at striker and then have Gerso on the left if you really like need it. But yeah, um, I don't know. So that's what you'd have to do. But before he even came to KC, man, he was he had a history of being injured. That's why everyone was like, "Oh, he's he's got a history. Be careful with him." And then he had such a great season, and then he went and got injured, and then came back and got injured. It's a whole thing. So we we got to be. I'm very nervous about this whole Christian Namath thing. If he's scoring goals, that's great, but how long is it really going to last? I'm just nervous, guys. Uh, pessimistic Patrick. That's what your nickname was, right? I'm just <laughs> – come on. I will slap your mouth. <laughs> um, <laughs> anywho, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I, like I said, I'm cautiously optimistic for uh, for Christian Namath, but you're right. Let's, let's pump the brakes cautiously. on thinking he's going to come in and, and set the world on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, let's move to uh, some league-wide questions and league-wide news. That work for you? League-wide, man. Let's uh, let's hit it. I know there were a couple couple signings and whatnot, and more jerseys being released, right? Some more jerseys. So uh, Atlanta United released their jersey, which I guess they're now the nine ah, stripes, the old <laughs> butt stripes. Um, they're they're doing their whole stupid thing where it's like, well, no, the five stripes actually only refers to the five stripes in our crest. It had nothing to do with our jersey. And I'm like, yeah, a likely story. Doesn't make any sense. And then... Likely story, nine stripes united. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, they have the weird, like, black panel on the back of their jersey because you need to have a solid panel for the number. And then they got the butt stripes. Of course. Um, Stars are falling off their replica jersey. I don't know. Yes, they are. 
it would have looked way better if it was all black. But yeah, they fought to get the star on the replica jersey, and then they the team was finally like, okay, we'll do it if you buy it from an official team store. And then the stars are falling off because, surprise, the material is not correct to have the star heat pressed on. That's why they're not on. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I thought that was kind of funny. It's and very funny. The Galaxy released basically Atlanta United's jersey in blue and with, like, glitches on it. And I just, I don't have any Kind of weird. Kind of weird. It's a bunch of copycats around here. It's really bad. It's really, it really seems lazy, bad. right? Adidas all year this year has seemed lazy. It's either you get a white shirt, you get the same shirt as other people, except surprise, there's a little glitch. or And like glitches are their thing this year. There's like four teams that have well, glitches, including SKC. I wonder if anyone does what SKC does, though, where the guys like they already know what next year's jersey is because they are guessing the jersey trends. Like they're not last minute taking uh, an Adidas template and throwing our logos on it. No, no, they're, they really are predicting the fashion trends and like, you know, is it going to be stripes? Is it going to be plaid? I mean, they, they're going to, they're predicting dude. And that's crazy. That's a crazy gamble to think about. Yeah. And so apparently it takes 18 months to, uh, to develop, like you have to have these jerseys submitted 18 months in advance. So that's right. Cincinnati said that, right? Yeah, that's why they're all Cincinnati's only getting replica jerseys this year, even on the field. Yes, um, but that, that means sucks. they've already <laughs> submitted what the new away jersey for next year will be. They've already submitted it. They right. already know it. So that's crazy. It's pretty cool. Um, speaking of jerseys, though, I did see someone on Twitter have this take, and I forget who it was, but I want to get your thought on it. I, we know that the Sporting KC jersey is a little bit controversial because some people love it, some people hate it. But this person brought up a point that I think is actually worth discussing. He said the thing that bothers him most about the SKC jersey is there's no like, there's not necessarily a consistent brand identity of some sort. Like, you know, FC Dallas says they always have their hoops. And Atlanta United, even though it's not five, like they have their stripes. Like there's certain things that certain teams always have. Sporting KC doesn't necessarily have that. Like we don't always have horizontal stripes That's or true. vertical stripes. And we now we got these diagonal treadmark type things. Does it bother you that there isn't sort of like a signature thing that sporting jerseys have? Or do you kind of like the unexpectedness of it? I don't know. I mean, we don't need a thing on our jerseys. I mean, a lot of teams don't have a thing. I mean, Timbers don't have trees on their jersey every year. I mean, Orlando's not down there putting lions on their jersey. That's not going to win a championship. I mean, we're—it's different. We're—we're we're just different that way. We don't need something to define us because we're a small market, anyways. Everyone's already overlooking us, so we go put the product on the field. In, in that sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree with you. I had never thought of it that way, where like we don't have a signature thing. Um, I mean, I guess I kind of get it from a certain standpoint, but I almost think that if you always have a signature thing, it pigeonholes you and limits so much of what you can do Yes, um, that it, it, it sort of stifles creativity because you're like, well, we have bro, to have let me tell you, hoops in some way. Bro, so. absolutely. Uh, in my old improv troupe, I would always wear red shorts. Um, to Well, I just did it like one time because I, I, I can move freely in shorts than I can in like jeans or something. And, you know, situational comedies, it's funnier if you can move around and fall down and stuff. 
but that someone started calling me Johnny Red Shorts and it just stuck, <laughs> dude. And everyone calls me Johnny Red Shorts and even the audience would get into it and they would just call me Johnny. And I'm like, I can never not wear red shorts on stage again. Like I can't just show up in sweats or in jeans. And <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, I have absolutely limited myself and I can never wear pants. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, and sometimes it happens by total accident, like you said. And I, I think that's kind of like the situation with Atlanta. I think they kind of started calling themselves the five stripes and didn't realize how that would almost become their brand identity. And then now that yeah. they've changed it, they have so many people. They're like, wait, what? Like, we're not the five stripes. And then they have to come up with this BS reason of like, well, no, we are because it's still in our crest. And we're like, okay, whatever. right. We're just we're sporting blue. That's all it is, man. If we got exactly. some sporting blue on us somewhere, done deal. Welcome to the blue hell. Sport, long, sporting black. Right. As long as, you know, that primary <laughs> jersey has blue on it, um, you know, I'm I'm good. So there you go. Um, Zlatan, always the shy person, doesn't like saying much very often. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> someone asked him what he will deliver to the galaxy in 2019, and he goes, This season, I will bring something to you. I will break every record in MLS this season. So, <laughs> okay, um, good deal, dude. Thanks for the show. <laughs> um, good lord, yeah, every record, which. You know, whatever. Okay, Zlatan. Zlatan's being Zlatan. He knows what he's doing. But what a clown, dude! He's just a showman. A showman. That's all he is. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, think he backs he... it up on occasion. Don't get me wrong; he's a good player, but he's it's all yeah. show. He's he's really good. But like, look, dude, you like people. I think forget that he was with the Galaxy every game except like three last year. Like people think he came in halfway through the season and scored 20 goals in like 15 games. No, he played like 28 games with the galaxy or something like that. So yeah, he was there. He was there the whole season and led them to a mighty seventh place finish. So yeah, (laughs) let's, I thought he said 97th. (laughs) I mean, it might as well have been. So they would have won the same amount of trophies in 97th place. So I can't wait till they, they get an eighth place finish this year. Oh my God. You know, that's why the league changed it to seven playoff teams. Cause they're like, well, it's one less chance for the galaxy to miss. Um, of course you got to have the galaxy in the playoffs. Why wouldn't you? They They've still the have four MLS DPs. Cups. You got to have them in there. They still have four DPs. We don't know what's happening. Paul Tenorio wrote an article. Oh. He was like, they're trying to restructure the deal, but they probably can't. But then MLS is probably going to do some weird shady thing where they're going to pay them off the books and all the other front offices are pissed. Right. Because it said something like, you know, this is a single entity or whatever, like the, the league as a whole, they are going to do what's best for the league. And if having that player in the LA Galaxy is good for the league, then they're going to make it work. It's stupid. I hate it. I hate that this. shit, yeah. right? It's mls That's what I call it. Like, what is this? How can is you this- do that? It makes me so mad, but they're going to do it and it's going to suck. And I hope the galaxy finish in eighth place, exactly eighth place and oh. have their hearts broken again. So absolutely. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Atlanta is very well hated and rightfully so, but uh, galaxy is very high on my, my list of hatred, my friend. They've, they've been very high up there for, for many, many years. At least Atlanta figured out a way to fix their DP situation in a way that didn't have to have weird shady backdoor deals going on that we're aware of. Like true. true. It was touch and go for a while. If they do something. 
Oh my god! It, I swear Fans to God, riot, bro. If they play on opening day with four DPS on their team, they should have to forfeit every single game they participate in until they resolve that situation. Dude. Don Garber shouldn't be able to forfeit his new five-year contract that he signed. And, and that, that's what he'll do. He'll be like, I'll take a year off of my contract so we can actually pay this person to keep him on the galaxy. Right. He'll, he'll single-handedly do that to keep him. Herbalife's going to like sign him up for their illegal pyramid marketing scheme and pay him that way. Um, yeah, absolutely. We'll get you some, get you some fresh uh, protein juice. Whatever they, whatever they do whatever they do um by the way speaking of garbert did you hear i read a rumor that the reason they signed him to a new deal right now is because the epl was expanding their search for a new ceo to america and i'm like can you imagine the epl hiring don garber holy shit so they were like (laughs) we gotta lock this bitch up yeah i just i i i can't imagine the epl was like let's go get don garber um, but hey, what do I know? I mean, so. we must have been scared that they might. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's funny. Orlando City signed former Manchester United man Nani to a three-year right. deal. Nani, Nani, Nani. Um, Nani, Nani, hey, hey, goodbye. That's what he said to uh, Sporting CP. That was a terrible joke. I apologize. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> uh He's 32. He's known for being injured. Look, he was real good at Man U when they had Cristiano Ronaldo, but he's 32 now. Oh, yeah. He's he's been very injured. It's a good pickup or- though. Orlando is not known for hitting on their or big name good. signings um or being good. So do, I mean, is he's a big name and I guess that that's what they brought in Kaká for too when they brought in him. Um this is another big name Brazilian legend but is is he really gonna bring orlando up to the level that they need to be i i don't think so personally but uh but we'll see what happens i mean it, it couldn't it couldn't hurt him let's say that it could not hurt them that's true it couldn't hurt him uh nani could hurt himself because he gets hurt a lot but um yeah i don't know i agree with you i don't think that this will suddenly make orlando a playoff team i think their coach is probably one of the coaches who is on the hot seat uh, to get fired um, first. So we'll see. But um, yeah, a, a big name signing for them. Um, and then a couple questions I want to get to real quick before we sign off here. Um, Miles on Twitter asked, who do you think are going to be the favorites this season? I assume he's talking about to win the league, win MLS Cup. And who do you think will be the MVP this season? Um, so do you have any thoughts on on what team or maybe two teams you think might be the favorites to win MLS Cup and who might be MVP? Man, who's favorite to win MLS Cup? Um, holy shit. I mean, don't you want to just kind of say Atlanta again? I mean, that sounds... That sounds sucky, but you kind of want to be realistic and say Atlanta's got a pretty good shot on the Eastern Conference. And on the Western Conference, I'd say it's anyone anyone's up for the taking, man. I think Portland could make another run. And I even, you know, I wouldn't count us out of the picture either, of course. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Eastern Conference, there's no, like, the Red Bulls may not be as good as they were last year with no Tyler Adams and Bradley Wright Phillips is a year older. I mean... 
New York City doesn't have David Villa anymore. Like, D.C. didn't really pan out. Wayne Rooney's a year older. Like, who else beside Atlanta is out there, really? So, I mean, I think... Yeah, and who... uh... Well, who wins MVP though? I mean, is it is it Tim Melia's time to, you know, to really? I mean, he's been in that conversation for a while. Maybe he has one hell of a year. I would. I, I honestly think he should be in that conversation. But I mean, it's so hard for a goalkeeper to win MVP in MLS just because. True. They don't have that eye pop. Those eye popping stats. Um, you know, like when Joseph Martinez is scoring thirty goals or whatever. Like, yeah, he's probably gonna win and and so that's why like honestly i think joseph martinez might have to be the favorite again just because that team is so reliant on him to score all like a such a high percentage of their goals that he's gonna get those eye-popping numbers again unless he's sold and if he scores another 25 or 30 goals he's gonna win it because he won it in a hands-down landslide last year um i mean if zlatan can really live up to his hype that he's creating for himself and help LA to a better year this year. He might be in there. Um, you know, Carlos Vela could be in there. If LAFC have a good year. Um, I don't know. It's there, you know, there's, there's no real, like outside of Joseph, I can't think of like a standout player. Um, and then, yeah, I think sporting KC has to be the favorite, um, in, in the West. Um, but I also would never count out Seattle. I think, you know, they, they're going to be a dangerous team this year, um, especially with a whole year of Raul Rui, Rui Diaz. Um, he might be a dark horse MVP if he puts together a good campaign. So, yeah, um, absolutely. And then last question from uh, Ian Siebert. Do you think MLS is expanding too quickly? I've seen leagues in other sports, ice hockey, uh, as an example, um, and it always ends up backfiring. Quality of play goes way down, and logistics doom the league. So we got FC Cincy coming in this year. We got Nashville and Miami, and then probably um, or in Austin, and then maybe one more like Sacramento or mm. Phoenix or so. Uh, and then no one believes we're actually going to stop at twenty eight teams at this point. Like there's too many teams that want to join. Well, I think you got to ask this question again in a year or two because, I mean, I don't think it's too quickly right now, but with those teams coming in, I think you just kind of got to wait to see what they do. I mean, I think I, if if Minnesota just lays there again this year, then okay, let's talk about it. If Orlando doesn't make the playoffs again, then it's definitely worth the conversation. If Cincy comes in hot, hot out of the gates this year, I mean, I don't know, man. Maybe they deserve to be there, but I don't. I don't know. I, I think it might be a little too early to ask, answer that question. Yeah, I think that's fair. And I think there's also – there's two different parts NYC of this. did good. NYC did fine. Um, Orlando's underachieved. LAFC. They should be better than they are. LAFC did real well. Miami feels like one of those clubs that, assuming they ever actually get a stadium, is going to be the type of club that's going to spend money, bring in big-name players. Like Antoine Griezmann has indicated on Instagram that he'd be interested in playing there. Um, oh dear god even, i love him even though he'd be like 35 but still um yeah i just yeah there, but i think so there's the quality on the field aspect of it which you kind of have two opposite ends of the spectrum with atlanta and lafc in new york versus minnesota 
and Orlando and probably Cincinnati. But then there's the the business side of it, the fan side of it, where like, how do you look at a team like Cincinnati and tell them, no, you don't deserve to be here right now when you're selling 30,000 tickets per game in, in a minor league? True. Like That's very you, true, man. Cincinnati did the damn thing. And Minnesota's got crazy following. They're just not putting the product on the field. And I think Minnesota will be better this year. I, I think they will challenge for that sixth, seventh playoff spot. I don't know if they'll do it, but I Dude, think they'll they'll what be if their stadium. Their stadium, their stadium might be the the kick in the butt they needed, just like it was yeah. for sporting. Build a stadium, win the cup. I mean, that's kind of how it was for us. That's going to be one of the crown jewels of MLS as far as soccer specific stadiums go. It looks freaking gorgeous. I know, man. So we've we've done a lot of talking, thinking we need to try to drive up there for that game this year. I don't know. Well, uh, we'll try to work it out. We'll see. Um, that midweek that makes mid-week, it real hard. Though, that's tough. But, yeah, mm-hmm. we'll uh, we'll have to see what's going on there. You never know with work schedules and whatnot how how that works out for but, real. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So good question. I don't know if we really answered it. Check back in a couple years, but you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> I think if if the league's being smart about it, you know, which you'd like to think they are, then hopefully they do okay. Now I did see like Austin. There's a chance that they actually have to go back and now and hold a public vote on the stadium site they want to build in, which might ruin the whole thing, which would be hilarious, I think. Um, but Oh, my. Yeah, so that's where you start thinking about, okay, well, maybe MLS tried to move a little too quickly and do a little bit too many shady things with something like that. But as far as Nashville or Miami, like they're certainly not expanding too fast for Miami because at this point it's been almost like 10 years, it feels like. so um, Right. But yeah, but all hey, good, good questions, question. though. Good questions across the board. Yeah. So that's what I got, man. We're uh, we're a day away from seeing good real President Day pod, soccer. man. It's game time. So, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to give us those uh, ratings and uh, reviews. Five stars, please. Um, and if you're the one star, tell us why. You can tweet us. You can DM us. You can email us. Tweet us at NoOtherPod. Email us, NoOtherPod at gmail.com. You can send us a voice recording with your your voice masked into a a weird robotic voice if you don't want us to identify you. Oh, my um, God. Sounds like ransom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I I don't know. Um, Just send us uh, those ratings and reviews. Follow us on Twitter at NoOtherPod, at JCMax03, at DanCouser. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash no other pod. Um, and yeah, we're, uh, we're getting excited. Let's get for loud Thursday. on Thursday, man. We'll be there. Uh, maybe the caller will have a TIFO. Loud. We don't know. Let's get so. loud. <laughs> Finishing off with some Coos karaoke. Um, there it is. But on that note, we're so excited for Thursday. We'll be back at you next week to talk. Uh, the second leg and the MLS opener against LAFC. But until then, he's Dan. I'm Jimmy. We'll catch y'all later. See ya. Turn the music up to hear that sound. You better run.